So their business objectives should influence how they define their shared work, how they measure success for the team, how resources are allocated, what their priorities are, what the agenda for team meetings might look like, who needs to collaborate with whom, how stakeholders outside the team are going to be engaged, that kind of thing. So the starting point is business objectives because there's so many other things downstream that are influenced by that. I guess fundamentally, if you think about this, our work with teams is really focused on enabling them to meet their business objectives because that's really the end game. Welcome to Transformative Leadership Conversations. This special season is a team development masterclass. And my co-host is Peter Axelson, who is a 35-year team development expert whose methodology we're showcasing. This masterclass will help team leaders and members gain insights, tactics, and tools for building effective teams. And at the end of every episode, we offer an exercise that you can use with your own team. To access all these and more, download the podcast companion directly from the show notes or from my website at www.winniedasilva.com by clicking on the podcast tab. Today's episode is all about ensuring that the team has both clarity and alignment at the team level, those objectives that are shared and are common to the team members. So this sounds pretty straightforward, but it's important to point out that we're not talking about the business objectives of the company. We're talking about the business objectives as a team. So Peter, could you say more about this distinction? Sure. So the team objectives should be related to the company objectives. They would be in support of those. For example, company objectives are typically around things like revenue, market penetration, customer satisfaction, things like this. And then let's just say uh, here, you're working with the IT team, the team that's responsible for those operations in the company. So the objectives for that team might be things like IT spend per employee, percentage of IT projects completed on time on budget, that kind of thing. So the goals of the IT team are in support of the company goals, but they're really quite different from one another. So thanks, Peter. I think that this is an important distinction to understand. Great. So we talked in episode three about how we want to learn early on about the quality of the relationships in the team. So the other thing that we want to typically explore early on is what Winnie has mentioned here, and that is the degree to which the team is really clear and aligned about their business objectives, what they are responsible for delivering in the next 6, 12, 18 months. So after all, delivering in those objectives is why this team exists. And so understanding what those things are is a really important place for us to start. So if a team decides they need to work on goals and shared work, we always address these three building blocks in the same order. First, business objectives, those that are shared at the team level. So we're talking about today. Next, the work that the team must do in order to accomplish those objectives. That's what we call the joint work of the team. And we're going to cover that in episode five. It's kind of a, I think, a unique spin on the work of a team. Yeah. And then lastly, in episode six, we're going to talk about work processes. That's the how the team does its work together. Thanks, Peter, for connecting those dots there. So for this building block, business objectives, it's interesting because we see quite a big range on how aligned and clear teams are on their business objectives. So teams usually do a pretty good job of talking about their business objectives, but not necessarily at the team level. For some teams, we might help translate whatever they have to a set of objectives that are team-specific. Sometimes when we ask team members about their business objectives, we hear essentially the same thing from each person, which means their objectives are well-defined and therefore they have really good alignment on what needs to be delivered. However, in some teams, we get different answers from different team members, which means their goals are not well understood at all. 
So the question you might be asking yourself right now is, why start here? What is it about business objectives being clear and aligned is important to the rest of the work that follows? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the reason is that the team's business objectives should drive many other things downstream, right? Mm -hmm. Or in terms of their processes or the hows. So their business objectives should influence how they define their shared work, how they measure success for the team, how resources are allocated, what their priorities are, what the agenda for team meetings might look like, who needs to collaborate with whom, how stakeholders outside the team are going to be engaged, that kind of thing. So the starting point is business objectives because there's so many other things downstream that are influenced by that. I guess fundamentally, if you think about this, our work with teams is really focused on enabling them to meet their business objectives because that's really the end game. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Another thing to mention is that team objectives vary widely in nature and are defined at different levels throughout the organization. For example, it could be a manufacturing site, it could be about a business function, maybe a division of a company, or it could be for the company. So if the team goals are already well-defined when we first get involved, then we're able to focus on other building blocks. Peter, talk a little bit about how we might work with a team that has not defined its shared objectives. Yeah. So there's a lot of variability here. You know, if the team does not have clear shared objectives, use a couple of different approaches. In some cases, the team is very comfortable doing this work on their own. They just haven't done it yet. And so we'll work with them to figure out the scope, figure out the deliverables. They go do that work and then they let us know when they've got it done and then we can kind of pick mm -hmm. up from there. Yeah. I mean, in other cases, uh, the teams are not going to be comfortable doing that. And so we're very involved. So sometimes what we do is do some intensive work with the team leader and then that person will go do the work with the team. And we're, maybe we're mm -hmm. coaching them along the way. In some cases, we're facilitating one or more work sessions with the full team, right? Kind of a work session. Sometimes we're inviting senior leaders in to collect their views on what the objectives of the team should be. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty common for us to help the team translate or cascade higher level business objectives into a set of objectives for the team. So it varies a lot depending on where they're starting. Yeah. And while many teams can figure this out on their own, some of them need help ensuring their objectives of the team are clear and aligned. What's important is that this is addressed very early on in the process when you're working with this team development methodology. Now it's time for the exercise that you can try with your own team. So the objective here is to clarify, define, and refine the shared objectives for your team. So this is the outline. To start, you want to explain to your team what you want to do and why, which is always a good place to start. Then ask each person on your team to send an email to you describing their understanding of the team's shared objectives for the next, say, six to 12 months. And then once you receive everyone's response, compile the inputs from the team, keep their names attached to their input, and then gather the team together to review and discuss what they sent to you. Then schedule time to discuss questions like these. So what do we see? Where is there clarity and alignment and where isn't there clarity and alignment? And what are the implications for us as a team and the work we do together? And then looking ahead, what steps should we take now? So it's a good idea to tell people that this is not a test, right? There are no right or wrong answers and that you're not going to judge people and no one else should judge anyone else based on their inputs. You are simply trying to understand the current state of the team objectives. I think that's and a really important point. I think there is a risk of people yeah. feeling like they have to have the right answer. So that's a key thing. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Exactly. And especially since they're sending it to their boss. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. So you'll really want to make that clear. By the way, as a leader, you want to make sure that you share your input as well. Um, that's the right to, answer, right? That, <laughs> that's right. That's right. 
So give this a try and see what you learn. Remember, to access all of these exercises and more, download the podcast companion directly from the show notes or from my website at www.winniedasilva.com by clicking on the podcast tab. Peter and I would love to hear about your experience and what resonated with you during today's episode. You can do that by emailing me at winnie at winifred.org, going to my website, or reaching out to me on LinkedIn. Next up, episode five, where Peter and I dig into the joint work of a team. Intrigued? I'll give you the punchline. The joint work of a team is the glue that holds a team together. Every single team that I've met that's invested some time grappling on this topic, grappling with this question, has concluded that they've been doing the wrong work together, at least to some degree, in some cases to a very large degree. That's a pretty strong argument for making this investment because fundamentally, if the team is not doing the right work together, nothing else matters. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Transformative Leadership Conversations. If you're ready to take your leadership to the next level or empower your teams for success, I'm here to help. Reach out to me directly or check out my website to learn more about my work in coaching executives, developing critical leadership skills, and working with clients to build effective teams. Your feedback matters. Please consider leaving a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and sharing this episode with a friend who might benefit. Thanks again for listening.